Hello and happy Lent. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you left me all alone? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my anguished groans? My God, I cry out during the day, but you don't answer. Even at nighttime, I don't stop. You are the Holy One, enthroned. You are Israel's praise. Our ancestors trusted you. They trusted you, and you rescued them. They cried out to you, and they were saved. They trusted you, and they weren't ashamed. But I'm just a worm, less than human, insulted by one person, despised by another. All who see me make fun of me. They gape, shaking their heads. He committed himself to the Lord, so let God rescue him. Let God deliver him because God likes him so much. But you are the one who pulled me from the womb, placing me safely at my mother's breast. I was thrown on you from birth. You've been my God since I was in my mother's womb. Please don't be far from me, because trouble is near and there's no one to help. Many bulls surround me, mighty bulls from Bashan encircle me. They open their mouths at me like like a lion ripping and roaring. I'm poured out like water. All my bones have fallen apart. My heart is like wax. It melts inside me. My strength is dried up like a piece of broken pottery. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You've set me down in the dirt of death. Dogs surround me. A pack of evil people circle me like a lion. Oh, my poor hands and feet. I can count all my bones. Meanwhile, they just stare at me, watching me. They divvy up my garments among themselves. They cast lots for my clothes. But you, Lord, don't be far away. You are my strength. Come quick and help me. Deliver me from the sword. Deliver my life from the powder of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion, from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you in the very center of the congregation. All of you who revere the Lord, praise him. All of you who are Jacob's descendants, honor him. All of you who are Israel's offspring, stand in awe of him because he didn't despise or detest the suffering of the one who suffered he didn't hide his face from me no he listened when i cried out to him for help i offer praise in the great congregation because of you i will fulfill my promises in the presence of those who honor god let all those who are suffering eat and be full let all who seek the lord praise him I pray your hearts live forever. Every part of the earth will remember and come back to the Lord. Every family among all the nations will worship you, because the right to rule belongs to the Lord. He rules all nations. Indeed, all the earth's powerful will worship him. All who are descending to the dust will kneel before him. My being also lives for him. Future descendants will serve him. Generations to come will be told about my Lord. They will proclaim God's righteousness to those not yet born, telling them what God has done. Today's Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Exodus, chapter 9, verses 13 through 35. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and confront Pharaoh. 
Say to him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so that they can worship me. This time I'm going to send all my plagues on you, your officials and your people, so that you will know that there is no one like me in the whole world. By now I could have used my power to strike you and your people with a deadly disease so that you would have disappeared from the earth. But I've left you standing for this reason in order to show you my power and in order to make my name known in the whole world. You are still abusing your power against my people and you refuse to let them go. Tomorrow at this time I'll cause the heaviest hail to fall on Egypt that has ever fallen from the day Egypt was founded until now. So bring under shelter your livestock and all that belongs to you that is out in the open. Every person or animal that is out in the open fields and isn't brought inside will die when the hail rains down on them. Some of Pharaoh's officials who took the Lord's word seriously rushed to, their, to bring their servants and livestock inside for shelter. Others who didn't take the Lord's word to heart left their servants and livestock out in the open field. The Lord said to Moses, raise your hand toward the sky so that hail will fall on the whole land of Egypt, on people and animals and all the grain in the fields in the land of Egypt. Then Moses raised his shepherd's rod toward the sky and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning struck the earth. The Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. The hail and the lightning flashed in the middle of the hail were so severe that there had been nothing like it in the entire land of Egypt since it first became a nation. The hail beat down everything that was in the open, open field throughout the entire land of Egypt, both people and animals. The hail also beat down all the grain in the fields and it shattered every tree out in the field. The only place where hail didn't fall was in the land of Goshen, where the Israelites lived. Then Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron and said to them, This time I've sinned. The Lord is right, and I and my people are wrong. Pray to the Lord, enough of God's thunder and hail, I'm going to let you go. You don't need to stay here any longer. Moses said to him, As soon as I've left the city, I'll spread out my hands to the Lord. Then the thunder and the hail will stop and won't return, so that you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials still don't take the Lord God seriously. Now the flax and the barley were destroyed, because the barley had ears of grain and the flax had buds. But both durum and spelt wheat weren't ruined because they hadn't come up. Moses left Pharaoh in the city and spread out his hands to the Lord. Then the thunder and the hail stopped, and the rain stopped pouring down on the earth. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had stopped, he sinned again. Pharaoh and his officials became stubborn. Because of his stubbornness, Pharaoh refused to let the Israelites go, just as the Lord had told Moses. Today's epistle reading comes out of the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verses 1 through 12. This is why we don't get discouraged, given that we received this ministry in the same way that we received God's mercy. Instead, we reject secrecy and shameful actions. We don't use deception and we don't tamper with God's word. Instead, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God by the public announcement of the truth. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are on the road to destruction. The God of this age has blinded the minds of those who don't have faith, so they couldn't see the light of the gospel that reveals Christ's glory. Christ is the image of God. 
We don't preach about ourselves, instead we preach about Jesus Christ as Lord and we describe ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. God said that light should shine out of the darkness. He is the same one who shone in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay pots so that the awesome power belongs to God and doesn't come to, from us. We are experiencing all kinds of trouble, but we aren't crushed. We are confused, but we aren't depressed. We are harassed, but we aren't abandoned. We are knocked down, but we aren't knocked out. We always carry Jesus' death around in our bodies so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies. We who are alive are always being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies that are dying. So death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. Today's Gospel reading comes out of the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 32 through 45. Jesus and his disciples were on the road, going up to Jerusalem, with Jesus in the lead. The disciples were amazed, while the others following behind were afraid. Taking the twelve aside again, he told them what was about to happen. Look, he said, we're going up to Jerusalem. The human one will be handed over to the chief priests and the legal experts. They will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles. They will ridicule him, spit on him, torture him, and kill him. After three days he will rise up. James and John, Zebedee's sons, came to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you? he asked. They said, Allow one of us to sit on your right and the other on your left when you enter your glory. Jesus replied, You don't know what you're asking. Can you drink the cup I drink or receive the baptism I receive? We can, they answered. Jesus said, You will drink the cup I drink and receive the baptism I receive, but to sit at my right or left hand isn't mine to give. It belongs to those for whom it has been prepared. Now when the other ten disciples heard about this, they became angry with James and John. Jesus called them over and said, You know that the ones who are considered the rulers by the Gentiles show off their authority over them, and their high-ranking officials order them around. But that's not the way it will be with you. Whoever wants to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wants to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the human one didn't come to be served, but rather to serve and to give his life to liberate many people. Contempt on. 
The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that has been handed down in Western Christianity for well over 1,500 years. 
While shorter than the Nicene Creed, it beautifully summarizes the core tenets of Christianity about the triune God and the people of God called the Church. It faithfully hands down through the ages the beliefs given to the Church by the first apostles of Jesus Christ, generation to generation. Now, let's recite that faith handed down so beautifully together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Lord, during this season of Lent, give us the will to take up our cross and follow after your Son, Jesus Christ, in living a cruciform life. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
As we depart this time together, go with these words from the end of Psalm 141. But my eyes are on you, my Lord God. I take refuge in you. Don't let me die. Protect me from the trap they've set for me. Protect me from the snares of the evildoers. Let the wicked fall into their own nets altogether, but let me make it through safely. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'll see you here on Monday, or if you'd like to join us for our 1045 a.m. service, Mountain Mountain Time, uh, we'd love to have you. But whenever I see you, I'll see you real soon. Have a great weekend. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was The Wonderful Cross, performed by Tanner Hill and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.